A reading from the book of the prophet Malachi. Lo, the day is coming, blazing like an oven, when all the proud and all evildoers will be stubble. And the day that is coming will set them on fire, leaving, leaving them neither root nor branch, says the Lord of hosts. But for you who fear my name, there will arise the Son of Justice with its healing rays. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, you know how one must imitate us. For we did not act in a disorderly way among you, nor did we eat food received free from anyone. On the contrary, in toil and drudgery, night and day we worked so as not to burden any of you. Not that we do not have the right. Rather, we wanted to present ourselves as a model for you so that you might imitate us. In fact, when we were with you, we instructed you that if anyone was unwilling to work, neither should that one eat. We hear that some are conducting themselves among you in a disorderly way by not keeping busy, but minding the business of others. Such people we instruct and urge in the Lord Jesus Christ to work quietly and to eat their own food. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, all that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. Then they asked him, teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, See that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed by your perseverance you will secure your lives. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Gospel, I 
wipe away our sins. We are approaching the end of the liturgical year. Next Sunday is the last Sunday of the year, and then the following Sunday is the first Sunday of Advent, the beginning of the liturgical year. And so these Sunday readings of the last weeks of the year highlight the reality of endings. The experience of something coming to an end can certainly be uh, at times most painful and difficult of all our experiences. Certainly most obviously when someone close to us dies. Even though our faith tells us that for them life is changed, not ended, and that therefore our relationship with them has changed and not ended. Yet we know that the kind of relationship we always had with them in this life will come to an end. In November, we remember all our loved ones who have died. We remember them in a special way with our prayers, with our sacrifices, by visiting cemeteries and praying for them. In our parish, we have a, a list of our beloved dead here in front. Many of you have offered uh, uh, special prayers for them and have offered sacrifices so that we might remember your beloved dead in a special way at our masses. In November, we remember that our loved ones have come to death but we believe that they are now sharing eternal life, that, etern that eternal life, that life of salvation for which we all hope. And so we remember them in a special way, and we pray for them and offer our good works for the repose of their souls. And so as we read today's readings, uh, the beginning of today's gospel is a reading about endings not so much about the ending of human life, but the ending of a hugely significant institution. The Lord announces the ending of the temple in Jerusalem. Now, the temple was a magnificent building in its time and was considered one of the wonders of the world. It dominated the city of Jerusalem, and it could be said that it dominated the whole Jewish world at the time. Forty years after the Lord Jesus was crucified, in the year 70, that temple was destroyed by the Roman army in response to a Jewish revolt. And so, the most, the most significant institution in Judaism was no more. This was certainly an experience of ending on a, clatis, a, a catastrophe, yet Judaism survived. The leaders of Judaism at that time then built something new out of the ashes that remained in order to continue with the past. And it is often the way that when something that has been central to our lives, whether as individuals or a community, comes crashing down around us, we find the strength and the wisdom from somewhere to keep going, to carry on. Over time, we can discover that the ending is also a beginning, that something grows from loss. In the Gospel reading, Jesus not only announces the coming assault on the temple that would 
result in its destruction, he also announced the coming assault on his own community of believers. As he anticipated his own passion, he foretold the passion of his followers. They would be persecuted. They would be handed over to political and government authorities. And even members of their own families would betray them to these authorities. And their way of life would generate great hatred from some. In a way, the Lord Jesus was referring to his disciples of every generation and age. And so indeed, he was talking about all of us as well. We may not experience persecution because of our relationship with the Lord. We may not be disowned by family members because of our commitment to the values of the gospel. Nonetheless, it is still the case that walking in the way of the Lord, living a Christian life, can be as countercultural today as it was when the Lord lived and when the Gospels were first written. If we take the way of faith seriously, if we strive to live by our faith, especially in certain settings, it will cost us something at times. We may even stand to lose a great deal as a result. Our world, like the temple in Jerusalem, may come crashing down. Yet the message of today's gospel is that if we courageously witness to the Lord and his values, if we courageously witness to the gospel truth, regardless of how it is received, we will not lose. The Lord declares, rather, that our persistence, our faithful witness, will win our lives. The persistence the Lord speaks about is a graced activity. It is not down to us alone. It is our actions with God's grace working through us. It is a persistence on our part which he makes possible through us. And he promised in the gospel, this gospel reading which we use today, that he will give us the wisdom and the eloquence we need to be persistent in our witness to the gospel truth, in our witness to him each day.